it yes sir yes sir yes sir we lit get in there get in there <laughs> damn Yes, Drop some of these stats in this little banner. Yep. PJ going first. Yes, What's good, people? It's been a little minute. Okay, I can't see if anybody showing the number of eyes. It's just showing the live on mine. Yeah, we got we got we got a good number. I think we got we got some on Facebook. We got some checking in on YouTube. Freddie. Right. Bill. Okay, I see him. Yes, sir. You know the faithful had to show up. What's up, Bill? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. All right. Just let me know when you're done and we can uh, make the official intro. Go on, take it away, brother. I Hey, what's up, Panther fans? Welcome to another edition of the Four Man Rush. I'm your main man, Kevin Avery, aka 4MR underscore Country Kev. Um, with me again tonight is my tag team partner, the Panthers Den, aka Jadarius McCoy. Uh, we're coming to you guys after a surprising, shocking week seven win by our Carolina Panthers. Uh, divisional rival Tampa Bay came to town with Tom Brady and the boys looking to bounce back. Well, they just got bounced some more. Carolina was able to um, pretty much dominate the game from start to finish and won with a score of 21 to 3. Uh, the Panthers were led by another superb defensive effort. Um, anytime you can hold any team, much less, you know, Tom Brady led team to three points. That says a lot about your that says a lot about your defense. Um 
Finally, we had an offensive explosion. We had a season high three touchdowns scored offensively. So, um, man, overall, just a great day, um, you know, for the Panthers. Um, PJ Walker, you know, got the uh, got his second start, and uh, they uh, they let him let it rip. You know, he was, uh, and I think I let Jadarius get into um, what PFF had to say about how well he threw the ball here in just a few moments. But, uh, you know, I know it wasn't the fantasy league type of stats, you know, that y'all guys want 300-something yards with four or five touchdowns. But uh, P.J. Walker definitely did more than enough to lead us to a victory because we relied on that that running game that we knew was there but just wasn't being utilized. Um, you know, led by Dante Foreman, I think he had 115 yards. And then it was another um, – 63 yards added in by Chuba Hubbard. Uh, so the Panthers had a one-two attack on the ground that we felt like we had the ability to get, but just never was done. So uh, just definitely glad to see a a solid performance all the way around. And it brings the Panthers up to two and five. It's got the Panthers actually two and oh in the division. Um, both of our two wins have been against our division opponents. So uh, the New Orleans Saints in week three and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week seven. Um, J.D., uh, you know, I, I thought you may have been at work, but um, from your vantage point, give me a recap of the game and, and what you thought and and uh, what you uh, what, what was your observations that you liked about this performance? Yeah, man, this this one was a culture shock. I ain't going to lie to you. I woke up Sunday morning. I was like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bother. I'm just gonna go have a Sunday. I, I'm just gonna forget that this football season. I only want to see us punt the ball like six, seven, eight times in a row. I ain't really, I ain't really feel like watching um, PJ Walker throw 50 million bubble screens a drive. I really wasn't feeling it. But then something hit me. I was like, you know what? Nah, I want to watch football. I want to watch Panther football, even though I'm going to be sick to my stomach probably like before the game. I'm just thinking it's going to be the same old, same old. Um, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised, even though they had they had me in the first like couple drives. I ain't going to lie to you, but I was like, nah, I'm going to watch Panther football because it's a divisional game, and you don't never know what's going to happen. So, you know, just pop in, you know, whatever, boom, boom, boom. Team looked focused. Team looked like they were hungry. Team, like, after one of the hardest weeks, I I would imagine media-wise that a team is – or the hardest two weeks a a team has faced um, in the Carolinas. First, you fire your coach after you lost the game. Interim coach steps in, you know, that's difficult in and of itself. You have the Robbie Anderson situation where they traded him away. Um, And then you have the Christian McCaffrey situation, not even like three days before the game. It's like within three, four days of the game. So your whole offensive game plan um, changes within a week. Um, But still team look focused, team look hungry. And I I have to take my cap off um, to – to to um to uh Wilkes because even like before this I was I was not I was like okay whatever Wilson's gone 
on to the next after this game, after this year. But this this was an impressive win against a Tampa Bay Bucks team that is extremely talented. I, I think people will forget forget how talented this team is. Like those guys up front on the O line, Bose just started. This is his first start of the year. He has to go against one of the best defensive tackles in the game. And and mauled him, <laughs> and and had a day. Like this was not an easy out. Mike Evans and them, whatever, whatever, what have you. Yeah, he dropped the ball, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. But those guys ain't they ain't no scrubs. Tom Brady is not an easy out in, in any year. So to have those guys step up and, and show out, uh, that was huge. And I don't, I don't think that. The vibe this team is giving me now is the same team that we saw earlier. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, just the energy just seemed to change with this victory, man, because, I mean, let's keep it real. A lot of us were already looking forward, talking about the draft and, you know, where we could be at in position to get one of the uh, top quarterback prospects. You know, we was, you know, was looking out of the new draft picks we just got from San Francisco and Arizona, you know, for the uh, the two trades for Chris McCaffrey and, and Robbie Anderson. So, you know, we just, you know, we felt like, you know, it was just going to be, you know, that type of season. You know, still love the team, still going to support them or whatever. But, you know, the expectations were, were low. And at least let me speak for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, overall, but overall, excuse me, but, uh, just, but overall though, um, seeing how the rest of the NFL is going, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of games left to be played. We got 10 games left and nothing has been decided. The, the NFC South is shaping up to look like 2014 because there's not one team after seven games that's above 500 right now i think that if i'm not mistaken tampa is still in first place even though they had the same record as the atlanta falcons but because they beat the falcons head to head on a very controversial call i must say that still has them in first atlanta second at three and four uh, we're in third at two and five and because we beat new orleans they have a two and five record they're in fourth place so uh jd this is definitely giving me 2014 you know, flashbacks. Uh, and then when you start looking at who we got coming up on the schedule with the remaining games, I mean, I, dare I say we, we could possibly, uh, let me just be cautiously optimistic here. Like I don't want to be all gassed up off yesterday because I know it's a week by week thing, but um, it's, it's not looking as intimidating to, to get wins now. Cause let's, our next three games, we got Atlanta Sunday, and then the following Sunday, we're at Cincinnati. Now, of course, we're hoping that our our team is healthy, particularly our secondary, because we're definitely going to need uh, J.C. Horn and Jeremy Chin, you know, going out there dealing with, uh, with uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, um, T. Higgins, and, uh, and um, Boyd, that receiving core. Uh, so definitely all hands on deck. But Cincinnati is not the the juggernaut or the looking like the team that went to the Super Bowl 
last year. So, you know, we definitely got a fighting chance the way our defense has been playing. Um, and then we got to Atlanta um, again on that Thursday night game. So uh, I see the next three games as potentially winnable games, you know, and that could take us from two and five to five and five. So, uh, but again, not not to get too gassed up and pull the cart before the horse, but uh, I'm just saying, JD, I just feel like a little bit more optimistic based on what I saw because since week one at Cleveland, this defense been playing like a a, a winning playoff bound type defense. You know what I'm saying? Just been putting some bad spots by ineffective offense. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm feeling right now about this team. Just a little bit more optimistic than I was a week ago. Uh, I understand that too because when you think about when you think about the game of football, right? It, a lot of people uh, 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 peg it as boom offense versus um. You have some people be like, oh, quarterback versus quarterback, offense versus offense. It's the whole story that makes the difference, though. Like your offense has to score points, your defense has to get the offense the ball, but your offense has also to they also have to extend drives to keep keep your defense fresh. Um, your special teams has to do their job. If they don't, then it makes it harder on both sides of the ball. So I think what we saw yesterday was one of the most um, well-rounded, all-around performances we've seen from our football team against a pretty good team. Like, nobody, nobody, I don't know one person that just said, uh, and yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Given, especially given that it's a division rival, but I don't think that I knew anybody was going to bet on the Panthers winning <laughs> with this margin. Uh, it, it, maybe we won by a, a point or off a field goal late, but I don't. Th I don't think I know anybody in their right mind that would have willingly put money down on us winning this game. So, yeah, I, I feel like, especially what we saw last this this past week. If that offense can keep that momentum, um, then definitely for sure we could see uh, see us going on a little run. And then we go from talking about first overall pick in the draft to first place in our division. Um, that that that's a huge difference. Like what a difference uh, two weeks uh, head coaching change, some trades make um, for a team. So. We'll see if they can keep this hunger and keep this fire going. Definitely. And we just want to take a little time to acknowledge our fans who are commenting in the uh, chat box here, the, the Day One Faithfuls, Freddie Figueroa, Bill Spires. You know, shout out to you guys. Just looking at some comments here. Uh, Scoot Leas, uh, hope I got the last name right. Uh, it was, he said actually 118 yards by uh, Dante Foreman. I think I said 115. Uh, Freda was saying that uh, Bozeman uh, was on uh, Vita Vea's ass. Yeah, out, outside of that one set that he gave up, um, you know, trying to block on one-on-one, -on -one, which is, you know, a monumental task. Outside of that, I, I didn't hear nothing else from Vita Vea. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just, uh, just, just very impressed with Bozeman. Um, Bill Spire said, what changed from Rule to Wilkes? We take two major contributors out, but we dominate. I say leaders, no more Rule, stupid, O-O-U, <laughs> and more Wilkes play for me. I agree, Bill. Um, Chris Conley says, 
JD, my biggest takeaway is uh, Bozeman out of Quince, our best run game when he finally gets to start. No reason Eflin was to start the first six weeks. I, I think the reason why, because I think that uh, Bozeman had an ankle injury, and that's why he missed the first four games, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he was on short-term IR. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then the last two games he's been ready but hadn't got the chance. Well, you know, hey, what's good for the gander, good for the goose. You know, I, I don't wish injury on nobody, especially our own players, but, you know, F-line is now on the short-term IR. And um, if Bozeman continues up and keep healthy, uh, I see no reason why to move him, uh, take him away. So, you know, let him sit beside Cam Irvin and drink Gatorade and, you know, cheer the team on. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Freddie Figueroa said McAdoo called a great game, had the butts off, off balance all game long. Yeah, I totally yep. agree. I, I like the comp. I like the – Daddy, what was the breakdown of number of – Runs we did a number of passes. I think it was pretty balanced yesterday, wasn't it? Let me see if I can find. Um, I don't know if PFF's gonna show it. Let's see. Oh, I, I think I saw that we had uh, 27 carries as a team. Um, let me see. I had it on my phone actually. Okay. Yep, 27 carries as a team. Yep. And so, how many passes for uh, PJ yesterday? Uh, we attempted 22 passes. Yeah, so that's a balanced formula. Now, we still want to get out in the 50s as far as, you know, plays. But I think the time of possession between both teams was uh, even split. I think it was almost like 30 minutes each, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but uh, King, and Stanley, King and Stanley says, amazing what can happen when a coach rallies the team. I agree. Wilts. Seems to have that leader of men um, following, like uh, Ron Rivera had, two and zero in the division. Uh, PFF has him rated in the nineties. Yep, uh, talking about Bozeman. Uh, all right, we'll get to this here. Afraid of time, our, our defense is a bad matchup for the Falcons. Uh, things like that. Yeah, so we'll get into that a little bit here shortly, but um. But yeah, so let's. Uh, I know it's fun to do offense, but I want to jump to this defense here. Uh, you know, JD, when I when I look at the grades that were handed out, um, you know, for uh, for our for our defense, I mean, I'm looking at it like, uh, you know, bruh, that they, you know, um, you know, they they came to play, didn't they? Yeah. Because I mean, you know, let's look at a. You know, according to PFF, you know, overall defensive grades, Xavier Woods, 74.9. Shaq Thompson, 71. My boy, Keith Taylor, 69.6. Uh, Corey Littleton, 67.2. Uh, yeah, so just, you know, it's not usually, but it's a lot of guys that's, you know, steady and, you know, just put in a solid effort as a team. I think that really stood out. Um because, you know, everything is not going to show up in stats on defense. You know, like the number of times, uh, you know, Derrick Brown was just a disruptive force in the backfield, you know, knocking off blocking schemes and blocking patterns and things of that nature. You know, uh, you know, the last four times we played Tampa Bay since they had Tom Brady, you know, they just beat the brakes off us offensively. Yeah. But, you know, we, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a new day. It was a new day yesterday. And it definitely – 
Uh, it definitely felt good. Um, yeah, man. But um, you know, we had we had a couple of players, you know, make their return back. They got a few snaps. Uh, Bragon Roy, you know, he was able to get in. Uh, he graded out at sixty point eight. Uh, you know, he had been out for missing the last four games. Uh, JD, one of your favorites, you know, Marquand McCall, you yeah. know, had a 65.2. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, just, just defensively, man, you know, our boys just, you know, came to pray. Frankie Louvu came back. Uh, now they got him at a 58.3. I did see him make a couple of impact plays. Um, uh, not the best game for Dante Jackson. Came in with the lowest score for defense starters at 48.9. But hey, everybody has uh, everybody has a rough day. So, you know. Yeah, for sure. I was was glad Davion Nixon finally got some reps uh, as well. So uh, that was a good thing. I think he got like uh, nine reps uh, back. Uh, Barno finally got some reps. Uh, Only a few. He got three. But um, he he didn't uh, didn't do too bad. So. What he wasn't inactive. That's why. Nah, he wasn't. Nah, he wasn't. I'm looking at the count. The snap count. Um. Oh your yeah. Boy, Tay, yeah, your boy Tay Hayes. Uh, he had uh three snaps. Uh, Barno had three. Davion Nixon had nine. Um. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. Look. Getting that rotation, man. I mean, I yep. think that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find out. This coaching staff know how to put together a rotation. Right, I'll, I'll look on all levels because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just seeing seem like pretty much if you play defense, I say you got some, uh, you got some snaps here, man. I mean, um, let's go yeah. down a little bit. Let's see. I, I thought the defense, man. Um, I thought they played they played well. That I, I need them to stop driving my interceptions, though. That's what I need them to do because we're gonna need those later Bro, on. Bro, we. We dropped like four. Yeah, Xavier Woods. He 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 even picked himself on Twitter talking about brick hands. Uh, I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah, I saw. Let <laughs> um, see if I can pull it up so they can see. You no, know, they know we not ragging on dude. It was yeah. funny. Now he he probably lead the team and drop picks. I, I'm gonna need him to, you know, get together, get a little stick them on there. You know what I'm saying? We need them. We need them X. Need all of that. But this defense, bro, it look it, they they play well when they're not gassed because they have to play so many snaps in a row. Um, but yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed um, with Tay Hayes. I was impressed because um, they had that man on Mike Evans, and I was. Uh, my heart had dropped because I thought <laughs> I thought for sure that it was just gonna target that mismatch and do that. Um, but he, he played he played that little that little target well. Um, I think if if Tom Brady would have thrown a more accurate ball, it probably would have been a pick six because he taking that mother to the house because he definitely had a break on that ball. But I I want to give my hats out to Keith Taylor because that click and close on that slant, yeah, that was big yeah. time. That was big Speaking time. On it. Um, Definitely need those in the red zone. It's a big body, Mike Evans. You got to come with. You got to come with it. As um, soon as you see it, you got to go. So he did that. 
he did that um, extremely well. So um, the scariest thing about this defense, though, is that they're not full strength. And if our right. offense if our offense can stay on the field, then you give what you giving Jeremy Chan a breather. You let him sip some Gatorade. What? Like you you gonna have you gonna have J.C. Horn over there sitting sipping some Gatorade with his feet up on the heated bench and not out on the field for like fifteen thousand snaps in, in a row. What? That's scary. Um. Yeah, and you need that to make a run. So it, it, I feel like from this point on, we I think we know what this defense could be. Um, mm-hmm. Brian Burns had a huge day, huge first half. Um, you you have uh, Derek Brown, even though he didn't get the the, the stats that um, PFF like to see in some of these grades, um, wreaking havoc. Um, so I think we know what this defense is, what they can be. I think it's all from this point forward is contingent on the offense. They have to continue what they're doing. And I, that's why I don't blame Wilkes for um, naming PJ the starter for the immediate future. Right. You know, and as I go through PFF's breakdown of the um, coverage versus receiving, uh, you know, Mike Evans pretty much caught a pass on everybody. So, but uh, as far as like who got the most work, uh, Dante Jackson was targeted 11 times for 10 receptions, 88 yards. Uh, that probably would explain his um, his performance, his low grade. Um, Mike Evans had three catches for 40. Russell Gage had two catches for 24. Chris Goblin had three catches for 18. And Scotty Miller had two catches for six. So look like Dante Jackson was definitely targeted. Uh, here's your shocker though for you, J.D. Uh, Miles Hartsfield. Targeted five times, only gave up nineteen yards. Yeah, look, um, look, they they, I, I they thought I would sleep on Miles because I cut that man in my in my preseason projection, but that, that's my that's my guy. Like I, if you saw my my uh, my my little thread, I, I resigned the man, and it was like, why are you resigning that man? I'm like, because he 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 doing his work, he making tackles. Right, you know what I'm saying? He 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 strapping stuff down, and nickel is probably the hardest position for a corner to play because you ain't got no sideline to help you. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know what your safety doing, or you know what I'm saying, then bop 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 is up the same. It's a tutty, whatever. So you you ain't got a, a bunch of help, bro. It's it's pretty much that receiver can go left, can go like, come on, Matt Rule. That receiver can go left or right. He can go backwards. He can go forward. It don't matter. And and that will that field that field is wide open. You give him a lot of real estate to work with. So I think the value of that man to this defense is really, really underrated. And you see that versus um all his targets and receptions and stuff like that. So shout out to Miles, bro. Oh yeah, definitely big shout out. Um yeah, Frank Louvre, he had a he was the next victim. Coming back, it was a little rough day for him. Gave up four catches on four targets for 60 yards. Uh, biggest one was a 35-yarder to the tight end, um, Otten. Uh, he gave a 35-yard to him. Gave up a 10-yarder to Chris Godden. Seven-yarder to Leonard Fournette. And uh eight-yarder to Kyle Rudolph. Uh, C.J. Henderson, I was, boy, I was done on that second and 15. And he gave up that 16-yarder. I was, like, done. Like, bruh, all he did was run a deep out, and you just act like you just never 
you know, face that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I think, um, I have to see the all twenty two on it. Um, right. I vaguely think they were, uh, they had to have him on like a, a, a cover three or something, because there's okay. just no, it was no reasons for, um, for, uh, for him to. In my opinion, like it wasn't nothing behind him to protect him if he did jump the route. So I think mm-hmm. they were trying to play, okay, Mike Evans could easily or do a hit us with a double move or whatever. They, I think they were thinking shot play. And that kind of hurts um, your corners a little bit. But at the same time, I don't think I've seen him jump a route this whole time. So even if it wasn't cover three or cover four or anything like that, I severely doubt it. he would have jumped it. I think he would have probably played it a little safe, um, which is which is not necessarily what I want. I want him to I want him to get a feel for the game and start jumping stuff because he ha- he he's athletic enough. He has the ball skills to jump this stuff to make a play on the ball. So All right. I don't know I don't know what Wilkes I don't know what um, I don't know what Wilkes has to do to get that confidence up. Um, I don't know what Evan Cooper them can do for the man at this point um, to get that, to get him to that point. But they did an excellent job getting the other corners ready, like Tay Hayes and um, Miles has been hooping, like um, Keith Taylor. Like those guys were all prepared. So I don't know if it's just a person thing or a mental thing for, for CJ. Um, it's a long season. Could be a, uh, could be that he's just trying to get into his rhythm or whatever. Um, but yeah, the game has to click at him for him at some point. Yeah, because I've definitely been a supporter of his. Um, you know, when I found out he was dealing with mental health issues from Jacksonville, and I kind of felt like that was the reason why he couldn't really get it together. And you know, he was a he was the training camp, you know, defensive, you know, player of the, of the training camp in preseason, you know, based yeah. on his play. But then it just seemed like he's just uh hasn't carried over it's like he's been in the right spot but he's just not making the play so um yeah uh, that's <sighs> so and then you know like how many times did Dante Jackson had to get helped off the field yesterday was it two three times bro like like what's going on with his body man it's like he just seemed like he was just I don't know I don't know what's up with Dante Jackson, JD. I really don't. don't. If I knew, I'd tell you, brother. I don't know. Like we, there, there was. There's a saying to where guys run too fast for their body. <laughs> I don't know if Dante is just so so explosive that his his frame can't handle it, or I don't, I don't know what's going on, my brother. But um, need to keep him on the field. He actually led the team to tackles too. So, I mean, it, he's not making plays on the ball outside of last last game, but he he's pretty much like that fourth down stand. If he doesn't attack that blocker, then that that running back um, has a little bit more room to to do his thing. So he's 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 playing. He's just not having that same effect as like the ball hawk or that shutdown corner we thought we would have. Or you know that solid corner outside of um, on the other side of JC Horn and CJ. So 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like Dante and CJ have a little bit of room to grow as we continue in the season as far as like getting into their own. Um but yeah, we'll see how Wilkes gets the best out of those guys. Yeah, man. So so yeah, so we talked about the defense. Now let's switch it over here to the uh to the uh offense here. Um, hey man, you know I'm old school, JD. I, shit, a power running game, bro. Uh-oh. That, Uh-oh. that man, come on, man. That 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 gets the bug boiling, man. You know me and me and smooth. You know that's 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 our thing right there, man. And it was just, uh, God, I'm just waiting on the all 22 to drop. I'm telling you, man, because I watched the game over again early this morning, and I'm seeing things that I want to zoom in on when the all 22 come out. Yeah. Yep. Hey man, we, <laughs> hey, we, we, we was, we was bringing, man, we was bringing the lumber on, on the line on both sides, man. Like we totally, like dominated the trenches on both sides. You know, I was surprised with how different the interior looked with Bozeman in there, and not just the center position. I'm talking about the guards too. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing Corbett moving stuff, bruh. Yes, I'm sir. seeing Christensen seal stuff off, and I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Um, Yeah, this all 22 is going to be fun, bro. Whenever they let us see it, it's going to be fun. Because I've seen, I've seen Baldy try to touch on some of it, but, man. Like, we was moving stuff. And it's not like this is a, a, a interior or a defensive line that's not good. Like, Shaq Barrett used to take us to the woodshed. And Icky had that man, yeah, like that. <laughs> Vita Vea is a grown man. Grown-ass man. A whole – he paid taxes. Look, he got his own zip code. That's how much – man, look here, bro. I, Man. And Bose handled that, bro. Handled yeah. that off the off off the bench. This is first start. Handled it, bro. I'm gonna take it further back. He handled look how little count handled it like a real bitch. Shannon Jackson. Handled- <laughs> <laughs> he did Yo, though. He that, did. Hey, that I'm keeping it a book, man. Like he did though. He did though. He did. That. I mean, he was putting in that word. And I'm that's all I'm saying. Man. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to see it, man. So I'm just checking out the uh, the uh, run blocking um, again on on the uh, premium stats with PFF, man. And uh, this is great detail breakdown, man. So here's the run blocking grades from yesterday. Uh, of course, Bradley Bozeman, ninety three point two, tight end slash fullback Giovanni Ricci, seventy six point three. Now he only had six snaps, but you know, still, you know, hey, right. Uh, you, you made him count when you was in there. Um, Ian Thomas, you know, he's putting in the work. He had 21 snaps on run play, 67.8. Uh, this was a good one because this has kind of been his weakness this year, oddly enough. Taylor Moten, 63.5. Uh uh, Akeem Kwanu, 61.6. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna love this DJ Moore <laughs> at 60.7. Lord, <laughs> Lord, Hill. look, 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 the most talked about blocking all man. Help me, please help me. Oh man, 
Uh, scroll on down here. Uh, Tommy Tremble, uh, 53.2. Other tight end, Sullivan. He got two snaps in, 52.2. And if you look at the very bottom, and like, folks, I'm not picking on him because I don't like him. But <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> bruh, Brady Christensen and this man, Brady <laughs> Christensen is at 37.1 run blocking grade from yesterday with 26 snaps. So that's letting you know. If we did all of that with him, imagine if we had, dare I say, Uh-oh. Michael Uh-oh. Jordan Uh-oh. in that left guard. Say it, Michael. You know what I'm saying? Like all of you, you know, all of the Brady Christian fans. I mean, I get it, you know, but geez, I mean, you know, and the way it breaks it down, okay, 26, you know, run blocks, um, you know. Uh, let's see, they was broken down. Uh, zone 16. Now, zone's supposed to be a strength now, yep. you know, because of his athletic ability. Uh, he graded out at a 48.1. Um, gap, which is straight up man blocking, you know, my nuts bigger than your nuts, 45.3. Um, now, I will say that I might give him a break due to the fact that the Books did put Vita Vea on his side a lot, mm-hmm. and that would be asking him a lot to do um, with that because I think that once he couldn't get too much way with Bozeman, you know, they slid him over like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know you pussy. Let me get some of you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't lying, though. You ain't lying. You told him the truth. Hey, you know, so – um yeah, man, just, just yeah. But um, uh, you know, but like I said, we still we still had a strong running game. You know, I, I just think it could be better with the right personnel. Um, you know, like I say, Michael Jordan, Cade Mays, you know. Um, you know, just 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 some suggestion, folks. But um yeah, man, the run game was uh was a thing of beauty yesterday, man. I definitely thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, hey, did you see the play where uh, where, uh, Icky was running downfield right almost stride for stride with Dante Foreman when he broke that long one? Yep, yeah, I saw Bruh. it. Yeah, I saw it. He, look, I was, like, was a track star, bro. He was an anchor in high school, bro. He, a lot of, hey, people forget that from, from draft day, man. Yeah, man, yeah. like, bro, he was like, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, that I think he got him too because I think he got him two um, two blocks on, on, on that play, if I'm not mistaken, so yeah. Yeah, cause I think it was like a zone reach to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, that Foreman broke loose. Yeah, yeah, man. Big dude can run a little bit, bro. Like he probably he probably could beat some of our tight ends in the foot race. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> oh, it would not shock me at all. I'm looking at these these O line grades though. I'm surprised to see Corbett's gap grade that high because um he went when I when I was. Or when we signed him, he wasn't to me. He wasn't portrayed as that guy who's better at um, moving hat on a hat, moving people than than he is in his zone. So I thought that was pretty cool to see. And then again, is to what you're saying, like maybe put a guy that's a little bit better than Christensen out there in the gap um, style uh, and run a little bit more gap style runs. Um, see if you can get. Because Dante, look, Foreman can do it either way. 
That's what I that's what I saw from Sunday. Like, right. Boom. If you want to make a, a lane for him, bet he he'll take that and run that mud for whatever. And then if you want to make him pick one and, and jump cut his way up there, then that's cool too. So maybe see if a Michael Jordan can pop you some more lanes. Maybe see, you know, if the K Mays can give you a little bit more um balance between the two than a Brady Christian. I mean, there's really honestly we playing with house money right now because we ain't got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. At all. So um yeah, man. And then you know, since we're talking about the offense list, I'm just looking at the switching from uh run blocking to pass blocking. And uh now here is where now see so you see the opposite if you pull it up, JD, for uh Brady Christensen. So again, you know, I'm accurate when I be saying this in such minutes. Some of y'all be jumping down my back that I'm I, I don't like Brady Christensen now. He had the highest pass blocking grade out of everybody. That's where that athleticism, you know, comes in. So he's a good pass blocking, you know, left guard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at here, um, 80, 85.7 for Brady Christian pass blocking grade on 24, um, 24 pass plays. Look who right behind them, Icky. You know, so that left side, strong side. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to remember the Titans, man. Um, yeah, um, Icky had 78.3. Yo, picking up the blitz. Uh, you know, Chuba. I've been dogging him, Chuba 77.2. Uh, Taylor Moton 71.7. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of 70s here, man. Tommy mm-hmm. Tremble 70.2. Ian Thomas 70.2. Uh, Austin Corbett wasn't that far behind 67.4. Uh, now Bozeman probably got penalized for that sack he gave up on Vita Vea. Uh, yeah, but that's the only thing I see that he uh as an error on his part. Um, because if you scroll over under the premium stats when it says true pass set, uh, he uh 14.3. So you know, but like I said, his first game back, so uh, you know, he can build he can build off of that. But yeah, he gave up that sack and one pressure. Uh, but overall, this unit gave up one sack. The offense line gave up one sack, one hurry, and two quarterback pressures, man. On 24 dropbacks, what what percentage is that? Like what 15%? 15. Or something like that? Yeah. Um, come on, man. Like, you know, yeah. this, and this Bucks front seven wasn't no slouch. Nope. You know, they, it ain't like they had a lot of starters out, you know what I'm saying? On they and they in their front seven. So um, yeah, so shout out to our offensive line, man. Just putting that work. Can, can we give James Camp and our O line coach some more love on here, man? Like, he's really got this unit just getting better week after week, man. I mean, you know, like he's 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 doing God's plan, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, shout out to uh Chuba not being able to see the rushing lanes, but being able to see these free rushers coming off the edge. That, that, you, <laughs> hold on, hold on, because that brother deserved. Hold on, he, he hold on. Wait a minute, he think I'm playing. What? what, that, what? Brother, that brother, look, Chuba. I thought that man was blind, but now I see that he can see. Like that brother, 
out here picking up because he had some crucial blitz pickups too, and, and they were solid. It's not yes, like the, the rushers slipped or whatever. Two, but this for you, brother. That's for you, brother. That's for you, brother. Good job. Good job. Keep it up. Keep it up. You know, you know what? I told that man, I tweeted out that man wasn't an NFL running back. I still don't think he is, but at the very least, good job. Like, good job, brother. Yeah, because man, yo, what was that an inside zone he scored that touchdown on, if I'm not mistaken? Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, he hit that hole. He made two defenders miss, and he was he was out of there. So I mean, hey, every dog got his day, man. So yeah, yeah. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna like that jump cut was probably that was NFL level jump cut. We just got to get him to hit the hole when it's there, and he don't have right. to, to jump around and, and do all that extra. Just hit the hole, bro. Just go. I don't need yeah. him to square square his shoulder pads up. Once you once you make your move, just get square. And then he'll probably get some more first downs than he did too, uh, coming up short. So just get that man. I feel like that man. He he he's he been up and down, but we 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 seeing something from him. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. good to see. Hopefully, hopefully we'll um, with Dante out there a little bit more. We get a little bit more gap scheme in there because uh, once Chuba get Chuba's got that speed to where if he get in the open field. He just got to get there. Like you just got to get to the open field because ain't no, ain't it ain't many people that's like people see that four or five whatever day you ran at the combine or at the pro day. That brother is a legit track athlete. Like ain't nobody catching that man in the open field. So right. we just got to get that brother there. But yeah, I think as far as the O line goes, I think Iggy is coming along much faster than I anticipated because. Kev know mm-hmm. for sure that I was on that man back. I was like, just kick that man in the guard and move. Hey, you can see, you see what I'm rocking tonight. You see what I, you see what I'm rocking for tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out. <laughs> I was, I was so on it. I was like, Kev, you tripping? Just kick that man inside. Let him slap box three takes all game. Like, I had to slap box you. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, salute to Icky, man. I know this pass block grade gonna look a little bad, but whatever. I ain't even tripping over that because I'm definitely seeing improvement. Um, it, it's the small things too, like not oversetting, boom, not panicking. Uh, I think on that, what's it that touchdown to DJ Moore? He got the body show his last ditch effort, and he, he gets a little. He just gets just enough of that edge rusher at the end to keep PJ Walker clean and not touch. So. It's the mm-hmm. little stuff that makes a huge difference. Small and, uh, stuff, bro. I think I think you'll start to see that that gap scheme grade go up once he's he able to get into that little nasty streak he was on 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 college tape. So I think we may have guys. I think we found our left tackle of the future, and he's a rookie. <laughs> hey, we, we look well invested, man. Well invested, absolutely. So, J.D., I jumped over here to uh, the Russian, like soon as we were talking about the running backs here, just to break it down. I mean, bro, they got it broke down to a T. Uh, hey, man, I know I've been on it, but I got to give props on this dude, man, Chuba Hubbard. Like, um, he did uh, on his nine carries, uh, seven were zone, two were gap. Uh, Dante Foreman showed he could do either or. He had eight zone runs. He had seven gap. So I mean, just really, bro. They just, you know, 
just just putting that work. You know, what I'm saying yards after contact. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Shuba had 37 yards after contact. Dante Foreman had 71. Um, yeah, man, that that versatility. You know what we was um what we uh what, what we've been needing, what we've been looking for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, both of them had uh, at least two runs over 10 yards. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's that's what we like to see, bro. It could be a matter of just getting – letting your bats get in that rhythm too. Um, now that Christian ain't here, you know, you got to spread it around a little bit. It's going to be a little bit more running back by committee. I think we'll see um, LaVisca Chenault show up in this category a little bit more. Uh, Obviously, you see DJ Moore down there, so you just gonna have to spread that rock around. Um, I think, I think Dante Foreman is is um, one of the better backs we got, and I think we should bring him back next year. I think we should already be looking at uh, looking at securing that man. So even if we do add somebody in like the draft or free agency, we if, at least got one person that's gonna be solid. Um, yeah, he he, that vet, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'd love to have him be the vet in the room. Um, potentially, if Chuba continues to improve, then are we even looking at a weakness at running back? Like, he's going to have to step it up a little bit, but if, if Chuba continues this and can square up and get first downs or whatever, protect the ball, make smart decisions – and you got Lavisca Chenault, who's essentially a running back. Uh, depends on it depends on who you bring in for OC, but I'm like, potentially, depending on how this this team look and how this O line continues to block for him, we ain't looking at a needed running back. Right, but if that uh, running back from Alabama's sitting there when we pick in round oh, yeah, two with yeah. our two second round oh, picks, bro, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. uh-huh. ain't, ain't no hesitation. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, nah, I'm running that pick up there myself. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, but teleport Scotty, beam me up. You know what I'm saying? Please. Like we 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 not even taking no chance because but I definitely want Dante Foreman to be that um that veteran presence uh back there, Chuba Hubbard, you know what I'm saying? The you know, like you said, change of pace. Uh, you know, definitely gotta have that home run hitter. Like yep. you say, uh LaVista Chanel, you know what I'm saying? That that joker, that you know, that wild card, you know, type of player. So you gotta have that versatility. Um you know that diversity in the backfield because you know you always just want to play away from being down a back, you know, at any position, you know. So you definitely want to make sure you got depth that's versatile. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. Yes, sir, for sure. Man, and um, again, don't get talked about enough by the fans, but uh, I'm just looking back on the front page. How how about the Panthers have the second best special teams in the NFL right now? Shout out to Tabor. Tabor, appreciate you. Tabor, you you you're welcome to be my neighbor. Um, yeah, the Panthers are currently tied for second as far as uh, special teams units. That's field goal, that's punt, that's punt return, that's kickoff return, uh, all of that. You know, we're we're uh, tied for second. So, you know, for those people, if any of you out here that had a problem with me saying. Sam Franklin on special teams, you know, should be someone I, I think should be held over to the next regime. This is this is why, you know, you need like that. Because if I'm not mistaken, 
Uh, he uh, he had a couple of good tackles on on punts yesterday as a gunner, right? Yep. Yeah. So Sam just play with his hair on fire. I just want guys in the room like that. To be honest with you, right? Like even even if he don't, if even if he never grows into that um, that safety role or whatever, and he never plays significant snaps, Carolina fans should be well aware that there's have been guys like Colin Colin Jones who are special team aces Mm -hmm. and make plays routinely on special teams. So I think Sam is safe, bro. I think he's safe on special teams. He's the first one down there faithfully around the ball all the time. So you need those kinds on on your team. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. But um, and just taking a quick peek over here to, uh, you know, I know 170 yards passing is nothing to really um, write home about. But, um, you know, DJ Moore had 10 targets, seven receptions for 69 yards. Um, so he got the lion's share of it. Uh, the next target was Terrence Marshall, who had that inexplicable drop the first time, but he caught his next two passes. Um, here, so I think if you'd have caught that first one, I think PJ would have been over 200 yards. Yeah, um, it was like a 38, 30, 33 yard pass, 34 yard pass, right? I mean, uh, Ian Thomas got his weekly screen pass, you know, for three yards in there. Uh, <laughs> and again, it's not to knock Ian Thomas, but it's just like if we're gonna do a tight end screen, why use him? You know what I'm saying? Like, like get that man out, like. I think it was one against Cleveland um, week one where he had that big 50-yard, 53-yard or something catch down the scene. Like, yeah. like get, get, get this man, you know, get this man uh, out in the open, man. Um, yeah. But speaking of tight ends, and it was uh, was National Tight End Day, uh, shout out to Tommy Tremble. I don't know who are still Tommy Tremble fans. Uh, I've been one of the faithful few. It was good to see him. Uh, I can't think off the top of it because, you know, you know your routes. What, what was that just a like a corner route that he ran, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah. Um, most people would call it probably like a seven route or a corner route. Yeah, it was just a little, it was just a little boom, uh, more of a vertical stem, and then just boom, right to the corner. So perfectly, perfect. It was a good route, great route, um, but perfect pass, too. So, um, I mean, I mean, Pretty. that had to have been one of the six passes that, uh, uh, that, uh, PJ Walker through that that was recognized by Pierre. That thing dropped in a perfect over two defenders. I wonder if it'll show me a chart for him and we can see him passing. That's pretty boy. 95 grade. That's pretty right there. Pressure and depth. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Boom. Scroll down. Might have to zoom out on this one because this chart big. Uh, graded throws. Big time throw percentage. Let's see. Kept clean. So five of his big time throws was kept um where he was kept clean in the pocket. One came under pressure. 
four of those um, big time throws, four of the six were not blitzed. So all these can probably follow under kept clean. And then one of the times he was technically kept clean, we did a great job picking up that blitz. That's what I'm seeing from here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boom. I was hoping it would show me the big time throws that he made, like physically, like, okay, this is one of them. Right. Well, this is interesting. Play action. Boom, boom. Fit the running game will do that for you. Yeah. Every time. And these these Google nerds was like, well, if you run play action, it doesn't really you like your run game doesn't have precedent on how good you run play action. I'm like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. I promise you, you don't. Right. Because it hit different when you running it down a defense throat and your linebackers have to step up and then, oh, snap, it's a pass. Let me go back and get my depth. <laughs> right. Like, that's that's anxiety, bro. <laughs> that is anxiety every time. Boom, screen, no screen. Look how bad this screen grade is. So hmm. let's not let's not <laughs> let's right. let's dial it back on the screens a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, even when it wasn't play action, I mean, he just dotting them up from the pocket. You know what yep. I'm saying? Um, just, you know, man, I like it. Whew. You see this 99, bro? Let it fly, dog. That's why I was so mad. That's why I was so mad at Wilson them for not letting that man. They they really thought they could test. Jalen Ramsey and them by throwing TE screens and oh my boy, boy, this stuff right here made me mad. Look at that. Medium, all deep throws. How many deep throws did he have? Four deep attempts, 75% completion percentage. And that would have went up if Terrence Marshall held on to that first ball. What? That's the one that's missing. He would have he would have been four for four for on attempts. 20 plus yards. Medium grade was good. Uh, I think the one of the last times we were on here, I mentioned how we should we need to step up in the medium. Um mm-hmm. the 10 to 19 yards. That was good. I think that we only attempted four and completed two of them, but still that is a lot better than what we had it um previously. Right. Absolutely. So PJ was hooping. That brother was hooping. Yo, why well, look like PJ Walker and Will got the same barber? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Will Harris, if you watch it, man, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> he said, let me get that old retired running back from HBCU. Barber said, I got you. Hey, let me get that homecoming haircut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let me get that Howard special. <laughs> he got that Vice City cut. That is wild. That is wild to me. Yeah, man. PJ was open. Let that man look. And people are like, well, we, I can't wait till Baker come back. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Hey, bro. PJ Lewis is solid. Play so well that Baker and Sam sit what we call the fuck down for the rest of the season. Uh, look, I'm saying this like 
this isn't just good by what we saw standards. Like this is all time franchise good game. Right. Like I think I think um somebody went back and did some research on it and said you have to go all the way back to, to the Jake DeLong Jake to find yeah. a game that was graded as high or higher than what we got from PJ Walker. Yeah, it was 2008. Jake had, and it was like a 93. Man, bro. Like the highest game, like I've just started grading this. I'm going to put my my little thing. I I just started doing QB grades not two, two, three years ago. This is the highest grade I've ever seen. Man. With um, actual like a full full game time snaps. The next highest one is 78.7, Darnold versus the Jets. And that's saying something for a game that was only 170 yards worth of passing. Yeah. You know, you would figure games where it's like three, 400 yards would be those Mm-mm. type of games, you know. Because uh, most of when PJ passed the ball, it was either a first down, a big chunk play, or a touchdown. Right. Impact plays. Yep. You ain't got to throw, look, you ain't got to throw the ball for 35, 40, 45, 50 times with 450 something yards to be a, to have an effective quarterback game. I think people forget that. Now, J.D., you know, we keep it real here, the four-man rush now. It was noted that the that there were some – the cornerbacks for the Bucks was out. But, yeah. you know, that's not a concern because we had J.C. Horn and Jeremy Chen out. So, hey, you know, Look. you know, even swap is not a swindle. But um, yeah. coming up bar. this week – Coming up this week, we were at Atlanta, and um, based on what I saw and heard, I believe they two starting corners got hurt and may be out for this game. AJ Terrell and um, that other guy, uh, I can't think of his name. Was it Mac? Or the cornerback they got down there. Oh, man. So, I, I mean, I have to see. Hold on. So, I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? Panthers got a nice little two game winning streak in Atlanta. You know, yeah. I, I like to I like to I like to raise that to three, if we if, if possible. I like you know how people will be like, oh, well, they had this many starters out. Well, da 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 da. I think it don't it matters even much less than it does like on a normal basis for QBs because you still got to make the throw, <laughs> right? Like the coverage can be blown, but you still have to make the throw. You still got to be on time. You still have to put it accurate. It's like. Quarterback is not just oh the defense blew the coverage so you should make that throw but make you still have to make the throw bro like and a lot of these throws had excellent placement on it even the ones that weren't touchdowns the ones that weren't first downs mm-hmm. some of the misses like there was a miss where DJ Moore is is surrounded. Like he has a guy on his left and a guy on his right, defender on his right. The only place that um, PJ can place that ball where that ball is not in danger is low and away. And guess where exactly. that man placed that ball? Low and away. So I look at the four man rush, we're looking at all that. All of it. So, so like, I don't know how in depth pro football focus will be, boom, 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 like whatever, whatever, what have you. Like, it's great to see all this blue on here. But like with us, I'm with me. I'm looking at the decision. I'm looking at mm-hmm. where that ball's placed. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at uh, the concept, all of which 
pretty much have nothing to do with what the defense is going to do. Is what the defense, what the defender is doing. Like all that is predicated on the the OC, the quarterback, and the receivers. But yeah, it looks like an excellent game for me. To me, he ain't gonna get you fifty some fantasy points with this, but you know what I'm saying. But definitely good enough to get you a win. Oh hell yeah! And that, and that's one. That's all we want is wins. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look and see how uh, things fold, man. I, I might make this uh this turn and burn. I may make a forty eight hour trip. You know, go Saturday, leave Monday. To the A for this game, man. I, I swear, man, because it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> tickets yep. real affordable. Yep. So, uh, what, shit. what you doing this weekend, JD? Look, road trip. You know, look, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to see if they're gonna have me come in to work and and get this little get these little hours in. But otherwise, I was like, I was like, I had Sunday off. I was like, man, for some reason, I want to go down to the game. <laughs> Look, God was trying to tell me something. He was like, "Boy, y'all about to win." God is trying to tell you <laughs> a trip. Let's go over some of these comments. We we down we down to an hour or whatever. So we gonna if that's okay with you. We are gonna hit some of these comments. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely want to um interact with our supporters, man. Damn, ticket prices have dropped since yesterday. For hey. real? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> When when was Atlanta last game? At home, they beat the 49ers. That's wait, hold on. And they were at then they were at Cincinnati. Now they back home against us. Oh, okay. But yeah, but for two tickets on Ticketmaster, starting out in um right now I'm looking at is uh 38 bucks. Shoot. They were like 42 yesterday, so shoot. Shit, I might wait to the end of the week, man. Yeah, let, let that thing keep dropping. You know, shit. Let it drop like the stock market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you said? Oh yeah, they got Molly Rock by the Bengals. Damn. All right, Bill Spires said, "Love him, I hate him." PJ was on fire with his accuracy. His TD pass to DJ and Trimble was as good as you'll see in the NFL. Absolutely, big agree. Mm-hmm. Facts. Definitely. That pass, that pass to DJ, bro, that was different, bro. <laughs> that was different. That was different. He hit, he hit Trimble in the, in the bear basket, but that pass to DJ might be my favorite pass that I've ever seen DJ catch because that that mug was different. It was like it reminded me of that that TD. You remember that TD um, Ted Ginn caught versus the Saints? It was at the back of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Literally no room for error. Zero. Yeah, that's that was that. That was that. that, was and that shout team. out to DJ Moore for getting this Michael Jackson thriller on with that that toe tap, man. I mean, bro, you can't you can't yeah. do it no better than that, man. Look, DJ Moore hooped yesterday, bro. Because I know y'all think I can't say nothing positive about the man or whatever. What have he hooped yesterday? He had a good game. He had a good game. Damn sure did. Freddie Figueroa, Derek Brown, all pro this year. I would bet on it. I would bet on it. That's a good bet. You know, look, if he can sprinkle a few sacks up in there, it'll help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like those going to come. I feel right, like those and in bunches. Come. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. I really uh Chris Conley. I really like the spunk McCall brings to the rotation. Watch him in preseason really made me a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. And that's McCall out of Kentucky, right? Yep. Yep. I I think um even even Phil Hoskins, his rookie year, watching him in the preseason, he, he did a lot of similar stuff. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been watching him super close now, but yeah, McCall been hooping, bro. Yeah. I said at the beginning, I think three games deep. Don't be surprised if, if McCall ends up a starter by the end of the season. Man. Don't be surprised because that, that that brother is, is doing his work. Insane Saga Monkey. He said it would have been nice to see the offense play as well against the Rams. They were scared. They played, I feel like. I feel like um, Wilkes and them was just kind of babysitting the rock. I think they were playing yeah. super conservative. Yeah, they, they didn't want T, uh, PJ to get hit and rock because of, you know, Aaron Donovan, them boys, they, they come after you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, yeah, I, th I think they just didn't want to expose them to that. And I think they saw some opportunities on film, went back and were like, okay, we can open it up a little bit. Let's do that. Boom, boom, boom. I think McAdoo just called his his best game I ever seen him call to. Um, mixing it up, boom, boom, boom. Tampa and D'Amico Ryan's and those guys love to do different coverages, different looks. So yeah, I think they I think they did their did their work up there in the booth. Oh yeah, they they definitely did. And um speaking of um Let's see if I can pull it up here real quick. All right, so you know, I put a comment. I made a tweet, you know, that how you know some some of the Panther fans, particularly the uh, Baker Mayfield crowd, kind of in their feelings at the moment. Um, have y'all noticed in the two starts with uh, PJ Walker, I've yet to see any batted passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just looked it up. Speak on it. PJ Walker is five foot eleven. <laughs> so um, that man thing, man. Look, you know, I don't know if they came up with drills. I, I don't know, but um, even when he's played at Arizona last year, I mean, again, I don't remember, you know, him getting a lot of his passes batted down. So. Uh, again, I don't yeah. know what the issue is, but um, yeah, man, uh, let, yeah, let, let's let's take it week by week. But I'm definitely comfortable with PJ Walker, you know, moving forward, you know, from this point on, even with a healthy Mayfield and Sam Donald, you know. I think even on there was a, a play where he had a, a, a short completion of Lavisca Chenault, and he sidearmed that mug. Yeah, he did. Stuff stuff as small as that will get you um, away from getting balls batted down. So, um, PJ got a rocket too. So I think some of that helps. Um, yeah, yeah. PJ definitely played the most polished game of any Panthers quarterback this year so far. Um, 
Bill said Henderson played a lot better than he did the LA game. I agree. I agree. I think he, he mm-hmm. bounced back fair enough. I, I just need um I want to see him make some more plays or whatever. But I think that'll come with uh with time. Right. Oh yeah, he did kind of he talking about that that play that Evans dropped the T D. God don't like ugly. See, he he fixed it. For us, right? In, but I, I don't know why. I saw about three drops from Evans yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think every other game, every time we play Evans in Carolina, he drops a ball because I think remembering all the way back to when Kurt Coleman was there. I think no, nah, I was Julio. Never mind. It was a, another big, tall, fast receiver, different guy. Okay. Icky had a great game. I saw seven players where he cooked us some pancakes. I counted four watching on TV. That's why I want to get to all 22. Oh, yeah. You you know Kev on, on his Twitter going to make that a thread. Extra syrup. The following tweet is sponsored by IHOP. Wilt's gonna keep this up. It's gonna be hard for Tep to say no. Pulling him for PJ. Pulling for him, PJ too. Yeah, yeah. I, I had issues with him from that LA game, but definitely after seeing the guys fight for him, after seeing how ready they were for this game, yeah. Nah, Wilkes has a shot. Now he need to follow this up. Now, I mean, I know for those that want that top pick, you might not want to hear this. So close your ears, but. Dare I say, if we can get on a roll, win us about two or three games in a row, because I mean, let me let me let me go back and just look at our uh, our remaining schedule, man. Because I mean, like I say, it's I think if someone told me it's only like four teams in the NFC winning records right now, it's either tied or below. So let me just let me just pull this up real quick. Okay, here we go. Uh, schedule. All right, so all right, um, all right, JD. So looking at here, week eight at Atlanta, uh, week nine Cincinnati, week ten the Thursday night game against Atlanta, uh, week eleven. Um, is uh, at Baltimore. Now, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, but the way their defense been playing, even with they starters, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if our defense can, you know, you know, do some things, I mean, that's, 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 that's not looking as impossible as it once, as it once was, you know, when the schedule came out. Yep. Um, after that home game against the Broncos, <laughs> Broncos country, <laughs> let's ride. You know, <laughs> Lord. Uh, Russ. Then we got our bye week after play the Broncos. Week thirteen, we got two bye, bye weeks week. back to back. That's wild. You too. <laughs> and then we on the road. We back out west. We uh, we at Seattle week fourteen. You know, see what Gino and them boys what they what they might be playing for. You know, they in the they in the thick of things. Um, yeah. See how it turn out. Uh, week 15, back home against the Steelers. 
Okay. Week 16, back home, um, back to back home games against the Lions. That's on a Saturday, the 24th, Christmas Eve. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. And then week 17, New Year's Day at Tampa Bay. And then week 18 at, you know, New Orleans. So, man, f- fuck it, man. I, shit. I mean, like I say, <laughs> I ain't trying to put a couple, but if, if, if we can improve on what we played on yesterday, I give us a chance to, 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 dare I say, be in position to win on several of these games, you know? Yeah. Um, especially if we get back, you know, get back healthy on defense, man. Um, yeah. Which, which has been leading which has been leading us, you know, sending to the offense and uh, catch up. Um, to be to be real, because the Bengals. I'm sorry, I didn't mean cut up, but the, yeah, the Bengals, the Bengals. They, they still they still not protecting um, Burrow like they should. But I mean, if you don't get some, he, he might get you. But uh, yeah. you know that that could be the sack party. You know, what I'm saying for Derrick Brown, you know, to bust out on. Um, yeah, you know, right there. Um, yeah, like I say, man, I just don't see nothing that really made me think we're gonna get our backs blown out. Um, you know, sure. like I say, you know, if if, if we can get you know, keep a strong running game and get good, efficient pass and move the chains. Like you said, impact plays out of PJ, man. I'm, I, shit, I, I like our chances. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like how we match up with um, the Bengals. Because I know they they got, uh, boom, they got their receivers. They got Jamar Chase, you know, blah, blah, blah. They got Joe Mixon. I kind of like how we match up with them because – Look, if that ball ain't out in two point five. Derek Brown, um, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, them on your neck. Oh, we coming. Yeah, so I, I don't even mind the Ravens matchup because how do you stop a freak with another freak with a bunch of freaks? So right, Lamar Jackson is an athletic freak so well. So is Chan Horn, Brian Burns, those guys. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Lamar Jackson is definitely hooping though, so we'll see. I think that's our toughest test that's left on the schedule mm-hmm. as it stands right now today. J.R. Hasty says, do y'all think D-Jack will be a better um, safety than boundary corner? I do. I've kind of felt that way since um, LSU. I think he's a nickel guy um, that can play a little bit of free safety yep. and fly around. Move, move, move him around. I don't think we play matchups enough on the secondary in the secondary still, because like Tay Hayes played it perfect, but like I I don't think I would want Tay Hayes playing <laughs> outside versus Mike Evans. Uh, right, it, that's confusing to me. I don't think I would want even um, Dante Jackson on Mike Evans. I, I feel like that's a bad decision. So hopefully they'll they'll start playing matchups a little bit better. And then he followed that up with, will CJ be better off in the slot versus than on the outside? Nah, I don't think so. I think CJ is an outside guy because um, your nickel not only has to cover, but he has to come up and tackle. I don't think that's ever been the strength of CJ's. Um, I think Dante is a better tackler than him, so if anything, kick him inside. Keep um, CJ and Horn outside. Freddie said TMJ was getting solid. He was getting open. Even though he dropped that first pass, he was getting open. Yeah. Terrace, Terrace, um, Terrace played well. 
I like. I, I was glad to see him body out that that um, hit and still secure the catch. That's something we're missing on this team. Um, well, we were missing that bigger body, more physical. Boom! I'm just gonna catch this ball at its highest point and then just secure it to the ground or whatever. Whatever you don't have to do, just do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it was good to see him do that. I'm okay with Shai Smith not getting targets if Terrace is hooping. I'm okay with that. I, I think I'll live. Right. Insane said that run game was re- reminiscent of Williams and Stewart. Their, 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 um, their big game was just circling around the internet, too. It was cool to see that. A little throwback. Yeah, man, uh, I think uh, they showed uh, on Panthers' website they had a clip of that 2008 Monday night game yep. where they just uh, – <laughs> both Williams and Stewart had over 100 yards each and both had two touchdowns, man. Panthers won like something like 38-23, man. Just had like 300 – over 300 yards rushing, boy. Just, just straight beat down. That, and that infamous Jonathan Stewart stiff arm that I think while Rondé Barber is still a hater – on us today when he do his broadcast, man. I think he, I think he still got some some dirt from Bank of America in his head from that one because Jay Stu just 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 baptized him, man. Straight up, Stu was bruh, Stu was like that. Yeah. The young Stu out of Oregon, still wet behind the ears. Right, right. That matter of fact, that was his. If I'm not saying that was his rookie year. Yeah, so I think that was the year we drafted both him and Ota in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, that Stu and Williams. I wish they were healthy together more. Like, I felt like when one was healthy, the other one got hurt or whatever. But when they was on the field together, it was something to see. Yeah, man, they just they just had that funky little stretch between twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen where where they were missing time. Yeah, but outside of that, they pretty much, um, you know, did did they work? You know, while they was here. All right, take a look at this question, Kev. This is an O-line question. We're going to wrap up in a little bit. Do you guys mm-hmm. think Dante Brown has a chance to play the O-line? Well, if I'm not mistaken, we released him, right? I think we brought him back on waivers. I think he's on practice squad right now. Oh, yes? Let me uh... – Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We did end um, up um, waving him, though, so I don't know. I don't know if it's fluid and boom, they – let that man go. I imagine they keep as many bodies as they can that have been here for a little while, though. Right. Especially on O line. No, I don't. I, I'm not seeing them. No. Hmm. Well, that brother ain't done, man. Nope. <laughs> I, I could have sworn he was on that. Let me see. I'm going to take a look at the Panthers website. Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. Because they normally have it listed on that roster tab at the bottom. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not bad. I didn't scroll down far enough. Okay, yeah, he's on there. Yep. Yeah, Deontay Brown. Deontay Brown yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so now that I see that, uh, 
Hey, the way James Campen is working this match, I I, I I like to think that yeah, he can make a uh, can work with Dante Brown now. Haven't had any updates on you know where he's at with his weight and you know stuff like that. But um, yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, with James Campen, I, I think anything is possible. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think he'll he'll be here if, if he's still here come next year. I think he'll be in competition unless they add somebody super serious or a, a confirmed starter or draft somebody super early in the draft. So it's a shot. It's a shot. Yeah, it he definitely said, is. He said, second round, this is your guy, Kev. He was in the chat talking about B. John Robinson, the running back from Texas. I don't know. They're talking like he might be working his way up to being a first-rounder, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. He's – he could go late first, but remember that that 30 or dang, it was 33rd, but we, we had one. Um, yeah, right. there's one less pick in the first round, so that, that oh, yeah, because Miami, out. yeah, because Miami yep. got um penalized, yep, for tampering so, and stuff. So technically, they they hold that 32nd pick or whatever, but like it's just not gonna be a pick, it's just gonna go straight on to the second round. Right. So it'll be only 31 picks on, in day one. Got it. Real quick, we'll hit on this. Do you, your guys' opinion, do you want the Panthers to keep winning? Absolutely. Tanking does not work. Hell yeah. Tanking never works because you got Jacksonville that with the franchise quarterback now that still can't figure it out. And they've been tanking for a decade. Well, um, if not longer. If not longer, yeah. You got the Lions just now looking like they could be competitive. They had to change the whole culture. It took it took like three, four coaches <laughs> and, and so many draft picks and so much um, cap space to finally get that um, toxic, oh, we just going whatever, whatever, what have you. It's just going to be what it is going to be um, type culture out of there. So you don't build no winning culture by tanking, bro. You, you might get some jersey sales off getting the first pick in the draft, but – then you're looking at being like the Cleveland Browns who got a whole one side of the ball with top half draft picks on the defense and still can't win a game. So, yeah, we ain't, we ain't got that tanking stuff over here. And it's cool nah. and it's cute or whatever for Twitter or whatever, but that nah, these grown men out here putting their life online trying to play football. We ain't tanking, bro. If we're going out there, we're trying to win. Exactly. So... So even if you see that Panther tank in my on my cover photo, my um Facebook profile, you know that that's just because I just thought it was funny. So don't, don't care want to tank? Nah, you know anybody that know me, I'm a uh, I'm a disabled army vet, so that's the M1 Abram, the, the tank. So you know I'm with the tanks. So yeah, it was a cover to Chuba brought down corner. He broke. Two corner and PJ dropped it in it. Yep, yep. It's like a, a whole shot kind of concept. Boom, boom. I, they were playing. Yeah, they were definitely. Now that I think about it, they were definitely playing some some um, too high coverage because it was three guys. On oh, what one play we talking about? Hooks. The um, triple touchdown. One of them was in a hook oh, zone. Okay. That um, that cornerback was probably playing, trying to play the flat or trying to play underneath or whatever. And the tremble just put stepped on it and then broke to the corner. So yep. Yep, that's right. Boom boom. 
<laughs> he said Stu sent Rade to the gulag with that that stiff arm. <laughs> Man, you gotta make me pull that up and watch it one more time, bro. I'm gonna eat this. Bounce. Bounce that man head off the, the turf. Yeah. Jay Stu was strong, but that was 5'10, 240. That can run a 4'5. Easy. Bro, easily. He was a kick returner at Oregon, bro. Man, that's <laughs> Stu was, bro. Stu was a ball of explosive, like C4. That brother was explosive and big. Strong. Hey, man. With Stu, his, my favorite. His last touchdown was probably my favorite when um, we played Minnesota. We went that heavy, unbalanced offensive line and pulled um, and uh, pulled Norwell on the backside. Yep. And Stu went untouched for like what sixty something yards. Yep. Bro, thing of beauty. <laughs> he's that Bijan. Thing of beauty. <laughs> Bijan Stu 2.0. Bijan, bro, he's 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 mad, explosive, smooth guy. I didn't think. He was that I thought he was bigger than he actually was just by how he runs, if that mm-hmm. made sense. Like I seen a jump cut that was super crazy on there, bro. I, I have to go pull it, but yeah. Bijan is gonna be that dude. He's gonna be that and guy. He can, and he does all three things. Well, not only can he run and catch, he also can block, man. Yep. So um, yeah. yeah, so if something happened where well, he should slip the day too, I look, I'm not him or the running back from Alabama, I wouldn't be mad at either one of them. It, it's a it's a bunch of good rookies out here, man, at running back. So even if we miss out on Bijan's and um, and uh, Gibbs, if we come up on uh, uh, Zach Evans or even the guy, um, I forget his name now. He played for UCLA. He remind me a little bit of James. Um, I can't Charbonnet. think of his name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he he's got some explosive to him too. So look, bring Don, um, bring Foreman back, have Chupa back there, and add another Ricky. Um, let's just run this thing up, straight up. Run it up, run it up. Well, absolutely. All thoughts of mine's clear. Chat, y'all got anything else y'all need to ask? Yeah, we hitting the uh, one hour thirty minute mark, so we yeah. definitely uh, don't seem like it's been that long, but you know. Definitely appreciate you guys sticking it out with us. Freddie said, Kentucky "Oh, that's that's Monty's guy right there, Chris." Yeah, Rodriguez. I was about to say. I, I was about to say. I remember seeing him in the chat. I'm gonna have to jump in the chat and see. But yeah, I gotta watch Yo, him. I gotta. Hey, hey Freddie, if you uh, if you tweet, if you on Twitter, uh, tag tag um, Monty uh, about that. He he done dropped some Chris Rodriguez um, film clips because he definitely been doing the chat. Yeah, you you right about that, uh, Freddie. Spot on. That's a uh, that's that's Monty's guy right there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to add that to my list and go back and see the looks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that down now so I remember. Boom, boom. That's a bet. Yeah, we got we gonna get us some weapons in here. I'm gonna look, we gonna get us a, a receiver that can run fast. All that good stuff. Are we aligned to get any comp pitch for free agency by chance? Ooh, that's a great question. Let me see. Okay, now three. Look, we already got two seconds and two fourths, and we can add another third or fourth. Hey. Um, 2023. Are these projected? 
I don't see any on here. Okay. I don't see any forex on here. Dang, I was open so. Hey, just thought I asked. Just thought I asked. But bro, what if we could get come away with two two seconds, two thirds, and two fourths, bro? Dog, I, I would be lit. It's lit. Dog, I'm still trying to spend. Look, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and then we're gonna wrap up. But I'm still trying to spend a pick on the alignment every year until we, until for the rest of time for real. Because given what this O line showed us this game. And you still got Cade Mays, who's still who's, who's going to be a starter at one point in this league, right? Yeah, yeah, nah. We got to keep building this thing up, right? I'm all for it. Well, well, if all hearts and minds are clear in chat. You got anything you want to say before you wrap up, Kev? Anything to shout out? Nah, man. Just just keep shouting out our fans to keep supporting us, man. We. Just to let y'all guys know, um, we haven't been on as much as we normally was the last few years. A lot of us, you know, our jobs, uh, personal lives, there's some things that changed that we didn't make known. Because, you know, I mean, it's just our personal business that uh, has kind of hampered us from being as consistent as we was. Uh, but please believe we uh, we definitely going to do better to, uh, to come at you guys weekly. And because uh, so many people be hitting me up, you know, you know, on in, in the, on messengers, some calls, some texts, and you know, so we uh we do apologize for letting you guys down, but you know, you know, a lot of us are just dealing with life, and it's just been hard for us to be available at the same time to do this. So, uh, you know, you know, like for example, you know, Will, you know, he's down in Miami, but you know, he's, you know, he got a big promotion, and he's he's required to work more nights now, so that's why he's not available. So. You know, we we are we gonna definitely make it do what it do. So For just sure. keep sticking with us, and uh, we we'll probably keep bringing this content in a way that you will definitely enjoy. I'm gonna hit this one real quick because I'm a draft guy. He said, "What's a dream first round pick?" <laughs> Last one, I swear. What's a dream first round pick? Right now, I'm still looking at uh, quarterback, but in my head, like at the very most, like. Like the person I want the most right now is still Will Anderson. I think that's where my heart is. Uh, just because, boom, we're going to extend Burns because you don't turn down two first round picks and not extend the man. Um, mm -hmm. But you get that and Will Anderson out there, bruh. Bruh. We just going to have a race to the quarterback. And Will Anderson is good at um, keeping contained too. So I think that's my dream pick. But if I had to make a pick right now and we're picking like third or anywhere from like fifth to first overall, um, and I had to pick a quarterback, it would be Bryce Young right now. That's where I'm at. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but absolutely. Well, yeah, guys, we, we don't win us a little game and we got a little stretch of games that are winnable now. So we'll, we'll see what we do, um, see if PJ and them can keep this up. But Great win from the team overall. Boom, boom, boom. And we'll see y'all. We'll be back on uh, after this next game. We'll, we'll break you down or whatever, whatever, what have you. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you can follow Kev right there. His Twitter handle, handle is on the, on the screen now. It's 4MR underscore country Kev. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm JD. 
at the Panthers Den for MR on Twitter. Also follow our main Twitter, which is just the four man rush at the four man rush. Um, and we'll give you guys what we do uh, threads on there. We do. Uh, so when all 22 drops, Kev going to show you Icky knocking somebody out um, and doing all that cool stuff. And, and you'll see me post some um, all 22 for draft people coming up soon. So, um, yeah, we got we got this um, platform, but we also do um, Twitter threads of film and stuff like that. So and we love interacting with you guys. So if you have any other questions, definitely get us at, um, hit us on Twitter and we respond and we look at pretty much every mention we get. So, yeah, we can get those questions answered. And we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Y'all have a good night. Stay safe. Wash your hands, your feet, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see y'all next time. And good night. All right. Y'all take it easy.